Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good afternoon. To you and you and you and you, thanks for joining us here on the second hour of the First Date Sunday Magazine Show. It is September 17th, just 99 days until Christmas, guys. Wow. I know it. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. If and- you're just joining us for the first time, Denny is part of, well, he's a financial guy, but he's also a master gardener, and you hear him on Home and Garden Show on Saturdays between 9 and 1. Thanks, Terry. Boom. Yeah. Don't forget Kylan Talley. I would the- never in a million years forget <laughs> Kylan Talley, the producer here at uh, the First Day Show, but also does so much more for us. Yeah, she's Happy always- Sunday and Shana Tova to those who are who are celebrating the new year, Look Rosh Hashanah or Rosh Hashanah. We, we, we were corrected. The Somebody told us it's Rosh Hashanah. And oh. I did not know that. So, you know, I we, we're it doing our we're doing from. our best here. Well, I didn't know, know that either. Yeah. If I'm if I've been pronouncing Rosh it wrong, Rosh Hashanah I, is one way. So. Rosh Hashanah. But happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. This is uh, Rosh Hashanah, as I've always called it, and maybe I'm wrong. Concludes <laughs> at sundown tonight. We've got the Colts visiting the Texans in one hour, and they're not back here at Lucas Oil Stadium until the first of October. But I want to start this hour off with some great news and shine a spotlight on one of our fellow Hoosiers, who so many of you know. Uh, joining us now on the phone is Jeff Cardwell. He is the owner of Cardwell Do It Best on Madison Avenue on the southeast side of town. But he is also the founder and CEO of People Helping People Network, phpnetwork.org, and he's now an author as well. But, uh, Jeff, let's just say good morning to you. How are you? Hey, good morning. It's always good to hear you. And, uh, you know, I was just listening there to uh, – Denny, you know, I love listening to Denny and Pat on Saturday mornings as well. But, Terry, you always bring the sunshine Doesn't to Indianapolis. Know. Well, thank she you. Sure that is a compliment coming from you. And it's it's really good to have you with us here because, uh, you know, in 2019, People Helping People Network founder Jeff Cardwell, who we're talking to, received the highest honor the Salvadorian Congress can bestow upon a non-citizen when he was honored as noble friend of El Salvador. That's a pretty big deal, Terry. It's a big deal. And now he's been recognized as one of the highest honors of the Salvadorian president can bestow on a non-citizen and been named honorary consul of El Salvador in the United States. Congratulations for those honors, Jeff. I mean, it really, I know you're not a, you're not a guy that wants a spotlight put on you. Um, this isn't what you do. You do this because of the, your heart. I guess, so, the, I guess the big question is, Jeff, how did you end up in El Salvador to begin with? What, what got you there in the first place? Well, you know, it was one of those things that, uh, I, I got myself in trouble with my wife. We were uh, attending, uh, we were attending a service at church, and the youth group at our church was going to go on a mission trip, and they were uh, going to go to El Salvador. My daughter at that time was 11 years old, and she wasn't quite in the youth group yet, but she had a lot of friends in the youth group, and and they were all excited about going to El Salvador and different things, and. Um, the youth pastor, my daughter was asking the youth pastor, said, hey, I want to go. I'd really like to go on this trip. And so he said, well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll make room for you. You can go. Well, she came and asked me if she could go. And I said, sure, you can go. That'd be fine. Well, 
But I made a mistake. I didn't ask my wife about that. Oh, you were thinking about Rome. (laughs) You were thinking about Rome. That goes back to our earlier conversation on TikTok. Males all think about it at least a few times a week. Uh, Do you, Jeff? Do you think about the Roman? (laughs) No, let's not. All right. So she wasn't happy with your daughter, 11 years old, going to a foreign country. Is that it? No, that's right. At that time, you know, in, in 2000, El Salvador was ranked the most dangerous country in the Western Hemisphere. So it it had the highest murder uh, rate uh, in in the Western Hemisphere, if not in the world at that particular time. So it was a very dangerous. So it was just coming off of a a long civil war. And um, but, you know, uh, our youth pastor at that time, he grew up on the mission field and I just trusted him. And I felt, you know, he would keep everybody safe. And I thought it would just be okay. But uh, that was uh, <laughs> a, a bad assumption, <laughs> a very bad assumption. Well, so, long story short that uh, for after a few weeks of uh, not very much communications at home, um, I finally decided, you know, it was June of 2000. I decided uh, the youth pastor came by my office and said, Hey, look, we've got to, We've got an issue coming up. We've, he says, I'm taking the youth group, and your daughter's going. He says, hey, she'll be safe and everything and all of that. He came by my office, and I, I figured he was coming by. He probably was short of funds and needed money or something to help boost the trip. And he come in, and he says, well, look, first I wanted to come by and see you, but uh, he said, I'm not coming here to ask for any money. And he said, uh, "He said I just uh, I got a problem. I said, well, what's that? He says, well, we have five adults that were – scheduled to go with the 21 youth. So he said I had five uh, chaperones, but uh, two of them was involved in an auto accident this morning. So, but they're okay, but wow. they're not going to be able to go. So now I'm down to three. And he says, I've, I've been thinking about in church, and this was on Friday and they were leaving Sunday. Because I was thinking about in church, who in the church could, could get, get away, away on a moment's notice and has a passport could go and be another chaperone on this trip. So you and, ended uh, up starting this whole thing out as a last-minute, I'm going to Woodstock type thing, only you ended up in El Salvador. That's right. That's exactly wow. right. So I ended up going, I ended up going being a chaperone, and really God just changed my life. And it was just a great, uh, great trip. We went, had a really good time. My daughter had a great time. And ever since then, I've been going back several times a year, and uh, just uh, really, really enjoyed it. And as you know, Denny, I've been involved with the Fuller Center for Housing and Habitat for Humanity. And we went there and we started uh, building houses. And now 23 years later, last year, we just finished our 1,000 home there in partnership with the Fuller wow. Center for Housing. Is that where you met Chris Johnson? Because I remember him with uh, Fuller and Habitat. Is that where you met Chris, the co-author of the book? Uh, Chris is, uh, yeah, he is, he is the director of communications for the Fuller Center for Housing. So I've known Chris for some time, but that was his first trip. He went with me last year on the, tr- on the trip. I take a, a group of business leaders down every year, and we call it a vision trip so people can uh, see a little bit of what we do. We call it the Hope Equation, and that's the title of the book. But it's a, it's a network of bringing a lot of good people together to fulfill housing, hunger relief, health care, and education, all multiplied by faith to deliver hope. You know, and that hope is one thing that none of us can live without. You know, uh, hope is the very essence of our, our, of our being. And, and, and so we just bring together a lot of partners in a lot of different areas to uh, 
to bring hope to people that's in great need. And we do it not only in El Salvador, we do a lot of that work here as well uh, when we're doing a lot of disaster relief uh, with a number of our partners here, whether it's hurricane relief, flood relief, tornado, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's really all about uh, the network. It's a great group of people all coming together. I'm just really humbled and, and thrilled that I just get a chance to work alongside of some of these great people. Uh, a lot of people here in Indianapolis that have done a lot of work across mm-hmm. their state, but also uh, around the world. It's been an incredible journey. Yeah. Speaking of hope, we're talking with Jeff Cardwell, who is also the founder of the People Helping People Network. And the tagline for this is hope changes everything. Can you talk more about the People Helping People Network and and just truly what it is and how it came to be? Well, uh, it's um, just recently, well, I wouldn't say recently, back in 2010, I'll go back to Fountain Square right here locally. We did a, uh, a build in uh, Fountain Square, and we it was to honor Millard Fuller. It was right after Millard Fuller had passed away. Millard and his wife, Linda, are the founders of Habitat for Humanity and the Fuller Center. And I had the honor of traveling around the world with Millard in the past. But we did a blitz build in Fountain Square, um, and it was... Um, working in a, in a neighborhood that was really a, a highly crime area at the at that particular time, and we asked volunteers to come together to bring hope to this community. And we went into the community. We built seven new homes, and we also took seventeen other homes and we remodeled them and and brought them up to to code and different things or help people that was in great need. One of the lady, we were building a new house on St. Paul Street in Fountain Square, and there was a lady that lived next door to this house, and she was so thrilled. She said, hey, I've been praying for many years for people to come and rescue this community and, and help us within this community. And she said, I'm just so glad you guys are here. Every day she would bring out water or she'd bring out snacks. Or she'd bring out sandwiches and different things to the volunteers working in that community. Her name was Cleta. And one evening, she was sitting around talking to the volunteers, and and she said, uh, "Could one of you guys come over and look at my water heater and see if uh, see if you could help me get the water heater working?" And so uh, that evening, a couple of the guys went over to look at her water heater, and they went in to look at her water heater, and they found that the water heater has partially fell through the floor. It had been leaking for a long time, and they asked her, said, well, how long have you been without hot water? And she hesitated for a few minutes, and she said, oh, it's uh, been maybe three, maybe four. No, she said it's been about five years. Wow. And and these wow. volunteers were just astonished. They said, five years? She said, yeah. She says, you know, my husband passed away a few years ago. We built this house some 50 years ago, and it was our dream home. We lived here. But she lived on Social Security. She li- lived on a fixed income. And she says, you know, we own the home. She she lived alone. She said, I own the home, but I, I just, you know, can't afford these extra expenses. So to make a long story short, the volunteers were very touched by that. Here's a lady helping the other volunteers, helping the neighbors build a house and fix their house, and she needed help herself. Wow. All the volunteers got together and, and uh, said, hey, we're going to fix this. They went in. Not only did they fix her water heater, but they ripped out her kitchen, put her in a new kitchen. She needed a roof. They put a roof on. It was an extreme makeover in just about a week, you know, because they wanted to give this lady a, you know, a decent yeah. place to live. Yeah. And uh, 
That's just the people of Indianapolis. And that was bringing hope. And she finished out, you know, her last years of life. She's now passed away. But she had four or five more years in her home that just needed a little bit of, she just needed to hand up. And that's what people coming together can do. And there's people like that all over Indianapolis that's right. needing a hand up. That's right. And, and we, that's what we do and bring, bring back hope. Well, uh, this is Jeff Cardwell, guys, uh, People Helping People Network founder, and um, he's received just the highest honors in El Salvador, and now he is also a published author, releasing his first book, The Hope Equation, chronicling his rise from construction site gopher as a, as a kid, as a young person in, in Indy, to a business leader and founder of the Indianapolis-based People Helping People Network. And uh, it's available right now on Amazon. And if you'd like to be a part of what they're doing with people, People Helping People Network, go to phpnetwork.org. Jeff, I'm glad we had some time with you this morning. We, you know, we just wanted to say hello and sign, shine kind of a light on you as, as uh, somebody that uh, per, does give us hope. And we need that from time to time. So thank you for that. And uh, we look forward to seeing you soon out at the store. Again, it's not about me. It's about all the people that are doing so many good things in our yeah. city and in our state. And we're I'm not going to let nah, you, Jeff. He's, you, yeah, you got to so take humble. some credit here, buddy. Yeah. You, congratulations. <laughs> got to have a good leader, and that's this, what you're uh, doing. Honorary Council of El Absolutely. Salvador. Absolutely. Congratulations. The book brother. again, I, the Hope Equation. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thanks for spending time with us on your Sunday. I know it's a special day for you, so thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Absolutely. 1219. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yeah, I just gotta say thank you, Lord. on a Sunday, cloudy Sunday afternoon, but it's not bad. 65 degrees, Colts play in just about a half an hour or so. Oh, no, more than that. 105 kickoff. Uh, so you may be at a, heading your way to uh, one of the watch parties. I'm glad you're here with us for as long as you can stay. We'll be here until 1 o'clock today. Wanted to mention, and this is just yesterday, yesterday, uh, starting yesterday, gas stations are selling the winter blend of, gla- Yay! of gas. Get rid of it. What does much that mean? Che- yeah. It means they take out a chemical additive that... that- Cost more. Uh, cost more. <laughs> oh, what? what? Oh, that's Why? what they say anyway. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, that will likely at some point affect your spending at the pump. I've seen everywhere this morning on my way in from the east side from uh, 349, 359. And then as I got closer to downtown, still 370 something. You know, so. we were talking about inflation. The, the fuel was the one thing that went up in the last report. And it sort of drug everything else up with it. But it was gasoline that was costing so much. During this winter gas period, GasBuddy.com says that you may notice a price drop from 10 to even 30 cents per gallon. Uh, I don't believe uh, that. But you also might notice slightly lower gas mileage overall because of this winter blend. I wonder what it costs in Rome. Oh, here we go with Rome. All right, so that's three times today, Denny. Yeah. I'm sorry, you made me. Th- I was honest with you. Now I have to say I've thought about it three times, Kai. Last hour, Kylan brought up a TikTok that she saw. How often do you personally think about the Roman Empire? That was it. That was the question. Jeez. And it came to find out that 
apparently men think about it all the time. I'm telling you <laughs> that the day. only reason Every men day. said that, if it was their girlfriend asking him, <laughs> is they were afraid that they were going to compromise Nookie. And that was the oh, only reason. boy. They Denny. just wanted to make sure they didn't disappoint Not their girlfriend. Not every man is like you. Oh, trust me. Men are like me. Indie Today is a great subscription <laughs> that I take. And it said, it asked the question of... Indianapolis residents, if somebody was pretending to be from Indy, what is the one thing they would do that would give them away? They would talk about Monument Circle in a different way? Some of their, some of the favorite answers that Indy Today liked said that they were constantly referring to the city as Indianapolis. Oh, Oh, no, Indy. Rather than Indy. Oh, that's funny. That's a dead giveaway. I was going to say 465. If you're not complaining about that, that's it. Oh, really? That's one of them. If they say 465, if they say the 465. Oh, no. (laughs) The 465 rather than just 465. Another one is if they don't know the name of the previous football stadium, if they don't know about Long's Donuts. If you say tenderloin and they think of anything other than a deep fried pork tenderloin sandwich. (laughs) Also referring to cornhole as literally anything else, uh, bag toss, bean bag toss, etc. This is good. Uh, Another favorite, again, we're asking the question, if someone was pretending to be from India, and I don't really know anybody that does that, but what is the one thing they would do that would give them away? One of the favorites was putting the accent on the second word in broad ripple. Broad so you would say ripple. broad ripple rather than just broad ripple. Or B-rip. Yeah. Or the rip. And also, finally, they don't eat their breadsticks with cheese. <laughs> it's another dead giveaway that they are not really Sometimes from Indianapolis. they're just too dry. Yeah. I uh, want to say, uh, just living in the Midwest in general, someone on TikTok, can I share? Please. <laughs> someone on TikTok who's originally from California, moved to the Midwest in general. So not necessarily just Indianapolis, but being from Indiana, we get it. Living in the Midwest so much, but here are some things that I will never understand um, as somebody from California who moved to Omaha. Every once in a while, you'll walk out of your front door and it'll smell like every single dog owner decided to collectively light their dog's poop on fire at the same time at seven in the morning. I don't know why. What does that smell? Cicadas. Have you seen them? Have you seen them? And more importantly, have you heard them? And... Also, have you seen them? Why do we have so many car washes that are closed like half the year? The weekly tornado sirens that go off at 11 a.m. on Wednesday every single week without fail just to make sure that they still work. And also to remind you that, hey, you could die in a tornado. What's a direct flight? We don't know. Okay, now things I love about the Midwest. The cornfields, yeah. or I like to call it the Midwest Ocean. The cornfields. Oh. I can afford to be alive here. But the smell of all the dog poop, I don't know. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. The Midwest Ocean. I like that I for too. a cornfield. Oh, that is funny. That's Elise Myers on TikTok. Yeah, those are going away by Somebody's the making dozens. the phones ring. That's funny. Uh, it is 1229. We're going to get to Fox News in just a moment. But on this day in history, 1972, MASH premieres on CBS. Loved MASH, and I still watch it. Do you, do you still watch MASH on occasion? Da, 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 the reruns? Oh, I took, so good. I told this story. So good. When MASH the movie came out, I took. I liked the movie so much, I took three different girls to it. Cause I didn't oh, you take, told me that. I remember I that story. I didn't want to take the same girl to the, that, movie, the same movie, movie, but I loved Absolutely. the movie. Television show I loved. It lasted 11 seasons, uh, and the finale setting a record as the all-time highest-rated TV series episode. Don't know if that's still true, but apparently, yeah, on this date in history, MASH. I loved it so much. Wow. We'll get to Fox News, and coming up, Teresa Caputo. She'll join us next on 93 WIBC. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hope you're having a great Sunday. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith and Kylan Talley. It is 1237. For over a decade, Teresa Caputo, member, star of the hit... TLC show, The Long Island Medium. She's been giving messages of peace and comfort to over a million people worldwide. She's also authored New York Times bestselling author, bestselling books, and a podcast called Hey Spirit. And she's bringing the experience back to Indiana in October. Glad to have her with us this morning. How are you, Teresa? Thank you so much for having me this morning. I'm doing fantastic. Ten years. You are going strong. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. I never thought in a million years that I would be where I am today. (laughs) I mean, this I do know, that you've been seeing and feeling and sensing spirit since you were just four years old. And so I'm curious to know what that felt like as a four-year-old. Was that scary? How do you process that as a four-year-old? I I don't remember being ever feeling really scared, except when I would wake up in the middle of the night, um, you know, with blood-curdling screams, my mom would say, and um, but I didn't realize what was happening. And I just thought everyone saw and felt the same things that I did, because that's what we tend to do in life. Right. The things that we experience, we think everyone experiences the same thing. And it just isn't so. And, um, you know, my family never really made a big deal about the things that I would say or do. Okay. Um, I come from a spiritual family. Uh, we, we are Catholic. And, um, you know, once I learned to incorporate my gift with my faith, I finally felt complete. I finally felt that something wasn't missing deep within my soul. And that wasn't until I was almost 30. And I struggled with my gift for a really, really long time because I was like, okay, this is great. God has blessed me with this gift, but who's going to want to come and see a medium? And what I learned was that, unfortunately, no matter who we lose or how they die, we here in the physical world are left with these burdens and guilt. All of these negative emotions that do not give us the ability to heal. So I put my gift in God's hands and I said, if this is my soul's journey, then you open the doors and I will gladly walk through them with my gift. And here I am over 20 years later and 10 years of touring all across the country and now even all over the world delivering messages of faith, hope and peace. Teresa, do you think that we all maybe have a little, maybe just a little tiny piece of the gift that you were given and that that we just need to keep our eyes and our ears and our hearts open and that we will feel and we will see messages that are, are being delivered to us and just sometimes we just don't aren't open to it like you are? Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I stress um, at one of at my live shows is that I believe and know that we all have that ability to connect with our loved ones that have passed. That's a soul bond that can never and will never be broken. Sometimes we don't know what to look for, or sometimes we are such we are just burdened with so much guilt and sadness and sorrow that we miss all these signs and these symbols. And I even tell people, even this is what I do for a living. And even when I get the signs, I'm looking to have it validated too. <laughs> so that's what I feel the, the great work that I do as a medium is it's not about believing in me or mediumships. I don't care. 
That's not what this is about. I want people to believe in themselves, to believe in an afterlife, and to know that the things that they sense and feel are real. They're not crazy. It's not their imagination. It's their loved one's soul. Yeah. This is Teresa Caputo, and she's known as the Long Island Medium, and she is coming to Indianapolis on October 1st at Clues Memorial Auditorium, 3 p.m. Get your tickets right now at butlerartscenter.org. She's also coming to Nashville and Evansville as well throughout that month. I want you to tell everybody about 9-11 and what a turning point that was for you and the experience, the spiritual experience that you had during that time. You just gave me the chills because that was the period of where I was really struggling with my gift. You know, I was, I, I understood that I had this ability and I was helping people, but I, I was really struggling with it. And then 9-11 happened and I, I, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this gift? And I had this spiritual experience where I was told that so many people perished that day. Not only did their loved ones, were they not able to even recover their loved one's physical body, know what even happened to them. They need messages of faith, hope, and peace, and to know that their loved ones are okay. And that's when I decided to put my gift in God's hands and said, okay, if this is it, then I just want to be able to help people to heal. Do you know, Teresa, this might be really a strange question, but I'm such an animal lover. Do animals ever talk to you? Yes, they do. It's it's so surprising. You know, um, I remember years ago how this first came about where I realized I had the ability to even communicate with pets. I was um, channeling this woman, um, a loved one of hers, and I said, your daughter is coming through, and she's telling me, you know, about her passing. And she says, well, I don't have a daughter. And I said, well, she showed me that that you had her cremated and that you, you wear a bracelet in memory of her. She goes, oh, she goes, that was my cat. Oh. I I have a bracelet on, and she had her cat's cremains in the bracelet, and she said, my cat was like my daughter. And that was the first moment that I realized, oh, my God, this is, I have the ability to even communicate with pets. Oh, because, I love that. Yeah. So comforting to those of us that, you know, think of our animals as yes. our family. They're our family. Oh, I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. They have a soul, and a soul is a soul, and a bond yeah. is a bond. Who should come to your show, The Experience, when you come to Clues Hall on October 1st here in Indy? I always say to people, even if you don't know who I am, maybe you didn't even lose someone. But at the end of the day, especially these past few years, we've all lost something. And what the experience offers is so much more than just communicating with people that have died. It is a night filled of faith, hope, peace, and and comfort. And I think we all need that in, in our lives, especially now. And people say this all the time after attending one of my live shows. They'll say, I had no idea what to expect when I walked into the theater. And I personally did not get read. But what I experienced was absolutely life-changing. And then to show you how powerful the experience is, they will even go on to say, and then I realized that there were so many other people in that theater that night that truly needed to hear from their loved ones more than I did that day. So it really is something, you know, you might have watched Long Island Medium, you might listen to my podcast, maybe read some of my books, but to be in a space and to actually feel and witness these messages being delivered firsthand and to feel that healing energy is something absolutely incredible because I don't stay on the stage. You know, I come out, I give a little quick speech. I, I explain to the folks what they can expect over the, over those next two hours. Um, and then once I start sensing and feeling things, I allow spirit to guide me around the theater. 
I will just randomly stop in front of someone and start channeling their loved ones. Yeah. We have cameras that follow me around. It's just a live feed. Um, so people, no matter where they're seated, they are able to witness this up close and personal. So it really is truly a special night. Uh, the Long Island Medium, her platinum experience, October 1st in Indy, October 4th in Nashville, and October 5th in Evansville. For tickets, go to, here in Indianapolis, go to butlerartscenter.org, and be sure to check out her podcast, too, Hey Spirit. It is available anywhere that you get your podcast, and also she's a uh, New York Times bestselling author, too. Look her up and check out some of her award-winning books, and you're amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You have a great day. You too. 1245, we'll take a break. Food news coming up after the break on 93 WIBC. We're just about out of here, but we always do food news. Before I get to food news, though, I got a friend, a note from our friend Bart Fisher. You oh, the can, realtor. The realtor. He's got a live request-a-thon coming up again in support of the Realtors Foundation. They do awesome things. This will be September 27th between 10.30 and 4.30. And you can join them online. The My Board Division donates the most money by the end of the event. will win the coveted request-a-thon trophy guitar. This is a little, um, let's see, you've got delicious local food. This will be in the My Bar my bore, excuse me, the my bore, M I B O R, uh, in the executive lot. And you can enjoy the music plus live food. Mobile, uh, there's a toasted mobile bar, cornhole, Bart Fisher's famous long distance shout outs, and a whole lot more. Um, if you'd like more information, go to givebutter.com, request a thon. Givebutter.com, request a thon. Again, uh, September 27th. Uh, all right, it is 1252. One of my favorite parts of the show is food news. First day food news with your host, Kylan Talley. Hi. Happy National Up Apple Dumpling Day. Ooh. And wow. also Monte Cristo Day. Oh, have you had one of those? So delicious. My mom makes the best personally. Does she? Yes. Denny, you had one? So I have not. A Monte Cristo? I don't think it's I like have. It's a French toast ham and cheese sandwich. Oh. Dip it in some jam. Delicious. Mm-hmm. What um, French toast is your bread? A little bit of sad news. Oh, Rise and Roll Bakery is closing some of its locations, yeah. only the one in downtown in Broad Ripple, but it is opening in Nora, so we'll still have some Rise and Roll around, enough to still partake in some delicious donuts. All right, I'm going to go through some free food news for you. Okay. So last week... Don't talk gets, with your mouth full, uh, young lady. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm so right. excited for She's our so tasting. Um, Bogo Free Big Mac after Colts Field Goals, so again, it's a Colts Sunday. Go check it out. And then you can also get Hotbox Pizza every Monday after Colt Sundays if they score whatsoever. So that's buy one, get one 50% off. Just scoring one score and yep. you can get a free Hotbox Any Pizza? Any score and you'll score 50% off. With oh, 50%. Yep, 50% okay. off. I'll take that. All right, National Cheeseburger Day is tomorrow. Yeah. And that means a lot of deals. Mm-hmm. McDonald's is offering 50 cent double cheeseburgers. Woo. Wendy's wow. is offering one cent. That, yes, you heard me, one penny. Junior bacon cheeseburgers, but only if you buy something else with it. 
That's, That's through okay. the app. Right. I agree. I'll buy a Frosty and get a little yeah. penny burger. Mm. Um, and then we have some White Castle deals as well. BOGO free sliders Monday through Wednesday. There's a lot more than that. So I'll go ahead and post tomorrow and check out the First Day with Terry Stacy Facebook page. That's tomorrow, National Cheeseburger Day. And I'll post all the deals right there for you. Did you guys watch the NFL Sunday night football game last week? Sunday night? Yep. Not Kansas, Sunday night. Oh, guys. We well, might have missed it. America's Got Talent was on. You know, I I can't even get mad at that. Well, <laughs> if you did watch, you might have seen a 180 foot long foot long blimp flying through. I think Subway, during the game. Uh, well, yeah, it was flying over in Kansas City, Missouri, flying over. It's Subway's Subway in the Sky blimp. It has a big old sandwich and it takes people in the air and gives them a little restaurant in the sky experience. Wow, I like that. Anything oh, in the air. Eat the, you can cool. eat in the, it's like a kind of restaurant in yeah. the air? Can't go to the bathroom, so oh, go, go beforehand. Okay. <laughs> but you can eat your sandwiches while you're on the blimp. Okay, that's fine. All right, now we're getting to our tasting it's from What is this monstrous roll? Delicious. It's called Hala, and with Rosh Hashanah mm. or Rosh Hashanah being the last day for right. it, I decided to get some Hala. And I'm glad you did. It's a huge, huge piece of bread. So you. I'll post it on Facebook later, but it is beautiful. It's so and big, it smells it's served half delicious. the congregation. She got it, but you got it at Shapiro's, didn't you? Yes, I did. Fresh as the day is long. Yeah, and their backstory is amazing, so I'll, I should talk about them some other time for what's, sure. What's this year? What is this? That I'm this holding in my other hand. one is a little pastry. Oh. It's called Rougelach. Oh, it's, it's so R-U-G-E-L-A-C-H. good. R U G E L A C H. And mm. they have a few different types. Mm. We Got the chocolate, cinnamon, and raspberry. So a nice the little dried pastry with powdered sugar on top. Pretty good. Just if you very, ask me. very not overly sweet, is what I love about the bread, and also everything's understated. The bread's got chocolate chips in it. It doesn't overpower you. It's Mm-mm. understated in every way. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Will you tell me again the name of the, or the pronunciation of this one that I'm the rougela? I believe it's rougelac. That is so good. Mm-hmm. My goodness, it's an interesting one, but. Very good, and it's local. Go check out Shapiro's if you haven't. A few different locations around. One right, it's a 28-minute walk from right here on Monument Circle, but just a three-minute drive over here in downtown. That's fantastic. From Shapiro's. Really good, and I love Shapiro's. Everybody's got great history and stories about Shapiro, and uh, it's just a, a, I mean, it's, what do I say? It's a, it's a, wonderful, a landmark. It's a uh, multi-generational. Uh, Brian's grandfather mm-hmm. started it. Yeah, all the time mm. for me, when we're doing our tastings, I like to get the more gourmet, big, delicious cookies, but I feel kind of not very good afterwards because I'm like, oh, I'm not being healthy. But this is a nice little blend. It's good, just good bakery items delicious. with a little bit of sugar on top. Thanks delicious. for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Mm. Wow. So good. I was looking at a list Thank of you, some Shapiro. of the foods that that they eat today, that that's eaten today on Rosh Hashanah. Well, in the last three days, this weekend. I'm sorry, my mouth is full, and that's so rude. <laughs> my mind's on the food. So many beautiful pastries and and just foods and de- everything. It just was amazing. Anyway, well, we can learn Jewish from New each Year. other through food. Right. Jewish Celebrate. New Year. That's right. Happy New I guess Year I and happy now. Sunday. Happy Sunday. Have a great, safe week ahead. Thank you all for joining us this morning. Go Colts. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.